Hi guys, um, I'm really sorry that we had some more technical difficulties with May's audio at one point, but it comes back. We just had to end the call and uh, jump back on. We carried on. Hopefully that's the last of it. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Um, welcome back to the student cast. I'm here with my good friend May. <laughs> May Martindale. Hello. Um, how have you been? Um, good, you know, same old. St still have a, a <laughs> an anamorphic leg, half yeah, cyborg. Two more, two more days of being a cripple. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little bit echoey, so I don't know, maybe something. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what to try with earphones. Oh, you're okay uh, when, when you're speaking now. Um, yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is, uh, have you heard about the, the A-level results? Have I? Hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not really opinionated on that sort of thing, but um, <laughs> yes, I have. And I was outraged, even though I don't have A-levels. And if this had been when I was in sleep, it wouldn't have affected me because I never even did my exams or same yeah. But I still think it's a fucking scandal. But I'm glad with the U-turn, but like, I just hope that any any 18 year old like now just remembers what the Tories did to them. I'm sorry. I just think they did. <laughs> they just need to remember what they, they were going to throw them under the bus. Like, Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there was a lot of people that were doing terribly and they just got given really good grades for no reason. Interesting. But just like, my point, it was like with coronavirus as well, like I swear universities, like we've got so like we've got loads less international students now. So they're gonna have to fill the places. And at the end of the day at university, like you and I both know it's all your own work. Like there's no help there. So you may as well just, cause what was it that guy said about, um, you don't want to over promote people, but at the end of the day, like it's your own ability. So send, giving someone the opportunity is not gonna be as bad as not giving them the opportunity in my opinion. So, mm. but yeah. I just felt sorry for loads of um, loads of my family, friends, children. Like a lot of them were quite upset on results day. Um, I heard there was lots of crying in pubs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I I was driving past a, a school and I was looking at. It, I was like, why is there so many people here? And then I I looked at my phone and I saw it was oh, it's A level results day. Yeah. Like they didn't even sit any exams. Did they really need to like go in to get results? They could have just, you know, emailed no, them. No, thinking about it, yeah. I didn't even... I'm trying to think how I got my result. Well, I didn't get them, so... <laughs> so for people that uh, that don't know, you definitely... You didn't do your A-levels in that sense, but you still went yeah. to uni. Um, yeah. You did an access course, right? Yep, access to higher education diploma. Yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um it's basically it's you know we have like i'm not sure what level it is but you have like gcc is a level like i don't know is it one or two or three or four yeah. one of them then you got a levels but i did the same i did the equivalent so it's all in, it's like the same as btech level three but it's just yeah. i don't know how i found it i was just like i dropped out 
in year 13, maybe before Christmas. Yeah. I had enough. I wasn't going to pass chemistry or maths. Um, had it was a mix. I had personal stuff going on. I had. I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to sit an exam and then like not shit myself, <laughs> like fuck it L- up. Literally or figuratively? Both. Oh. Um, no, I had so scary. Like I remember, you did maths as well. I remember sitting my maths yeah. S one exam, and I had to do my exams in like a special room because I got that anxious. <laughs> I remember like, opening the paper, it was like eight questions, and I just looked through it all and I just looked at like all of the learning support ladies, and I just I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> they let me go like half an hour early because I was that bad. Wow. <laughs> that was sorry for me because I was like, I can answer one question. I don't think I even did that right. So I got you in that. And then I just remember like at school, everyone was, you do UCAS in year 12. Yeah. And all the mates were like, I'm going to apply for Birmingham and I'm going to do this. And then I was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, and it just got too much and I just left and then found this access course in uh, with the University of Kent and I did that and I did really well so yeah do you, yeah. Think, it, do you think it was worthwhile doing that instead of A-levels uh yeah 100% I wouldn't say like just depends I think there should be more options for people like you know A-levels are very like it's all exam or mm. it's all coursework but my access course the best thing about it was there was only about you're assessed in like 45 graded credits and mm-hmm. then every module's like three credits. So it's about, uh, I can't divide 45 by three. What is it? Uh, <laughs> is I want to, uh, maths, uh, five. No, it's not 15. No, it doesn't matter. Anyway, but it was like maybe like 15 to 20 different likes. So some would be, um presentations some would be essays a lot of it was essays and i'm really good at that because you can do that with a red bull at two in the morning and it'll still be better than me yeah getting a good night's sleep eating a good breakfast and sitting down for two hours in an exam it's still i don't know what it is but i just work better if it's like you've left this last minute do it now and yeah, I, yeah it worked that I, I got into um got into the, like all my university choices they weren't bad unis but then mm. Yeah. <laughs> so you went you went to uni, you did your first year more or less. Yeah. But, but you dropped out for some reason. Yeah, so I went to the University of Leeds and it was like I studied international development. I don't know why I did that, but because I couldn't I didn't think I could get onto politics um with my grades. Or IR, but you can get international development. So I was just like, I'll just do that then. And then it's just loads of reading, and I'm not very good at reading. So same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even dyslexic, so I, I have no excuse. But um, it was just I feel like it was the wrong time, even though I was a year older than like most of people I knew. Yeah. But I feel like because I was a year older than everyone else. For most people, I wasn't fresh from sixth form because I hadn't yeah. even been sixth form. I just felt so different. Like I just felt like I wasn't feeling. I didn't feel homesick because I'd already lived away from home for about a year and a half. Um, it wasn't anything new to me, and I just felt like an outsider. And it was just yeah. really like, and I did really badly in some modules, like fail straight up fail. But then mm. other people got first, and it was just like. But then that balances out to a two-two. 
I never I got so afraid of like so I went home for Christmas and I had so much fun back in London I just was like like shitting myself about going back to Leeds and I don't hate Leeds at all I think Leeds is a brilliant city I really like the north it's so much cheaper um <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you name is the fact that everything's cheaper yeah cheap pints easy nights out and where I lived was amazing I lived like in the city center so I could I also had a job there that probably was a massive positive and a massive negative of Leeds like, I made so many good work friends because they were all from Leeds Beckett so they just like they were just less uptight like no offense to anyone who goes to uni of like, i'm not trying to diss anyone here but i just felt like i should have gone beckett but um that was like a thing at least like, i heard it a lot can't hack it go beckett and i thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> because it was true i just couldn't hack it and i just like i was just so different and not even in like oh my god i'm in a different way like i think someone said to me he was like they're all east london girls like you and i was like what what have opinions like what do you mean <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, I dropped out for loads of reasons, um, stress, uh, being dumb, uh, not reading. Uh, I made like two really, really, really good friends, but they were both, yeah. so that was probably <laughs> not why I made friends, but <laughs> I really liked them, I hope they're not listening. Um, but I can't explain that, I just felt like such an outsider and it was so many, like, I think as well, I don't know, I can't. I guess I'll never know, but I feel like a little bit was because I'm half um, Asian and I lived in such What's a... that have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> you are racist. Um, no, uh, it was just... Well, to be fair, I did live with two international students and they were really, 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 really nice. Um, and so you're going to say really Asian? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're from um, Shanghai, I think, and they were so lovely. Um, right. But then I think... I think there were some frustrations in my flat about like not everyone being like having English as their first language and I felt like a weird middle ground because like which I shouldn't have been just because I'm half white I just should have been left my own devices but just yeah like, it was just a bit oh no I don't so, know so what was your flat like um there were six of us and yeah I don't know if you did that thing before you went to uni, like you go on Facebook and you find your flatmates. I wish I hadn't done that. I don't know. I just feel like I that No, I didn't do that. <laughs> do you think it was good that you didn't? Uh, yeah, but I also didn't know. We didn't have any way to find out our flatmates until moving in day. That's when it, uh, people got introduced. Uh, but what the uni did was they set up a group chat for every person in the entire building. Sounds so stupid. <laughs> it was like three hundred people in one on one group chat on WhatsApp, and it was it was pretty funny, especially when there was when there was like a fire alarm and people were ready to fight. They were like, "Who who did it?" <laughs> <laughs> Started figuring it out. We had that about um, people leaving stuff in the washing machine because they'd be like dashing people's clothes out onto the floor, and I'd like I came down, I found my Batman pants on the floor, and I was ready to like throw hands. It just. There's no need. I was like, it was only like five minutes late, but people would, oh, just that group chat was a mess. I just wish I hadn't joined any of that. Yeah. I wish I'd lived somewhere more. Like I got, I was, I had an ensuite room, and yeah, I actually had a disabled room. It was really massive. <laughs> oh yeah, I was supposed to get a disabled room, but apparently something went wrong with my registration, and I didn't get it. Oh, you should have sued. Dyslexic like students are like a serious like, issue, you know. Yeah, no, I can get disabled room now. Technically, if really? there's no one, yeah, if there's no one else more disabled than me, 
It was an oh, in hierarchy of disability. So it's like paralyzed from the neck down, wheelchair, like severe crutches, <laughs> dyslexic. Nice. Yeah. It's normal people get dyslexic. Yeah. You're talking social but, hierarchy. Yeah, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, I was supposed to get that room, but something went wrong and then I didn't, which is sad because I know they're massive. Yeah, I got a full size bed as well. Like it was, but I was never in it. Like I was always at work. It was just a waste of a disabled room. And but it, it cost a lot. It was one of the more expensive accommodations. Um, yeah. My dad helped a lot. But I wish I'd stayed at like a cheaper one. I don't know. Maybe I would have been with like, Oh, I don't know how to put it because I don't want like it wasn't necessarily awful my experience, but I just wish I'd stayed somewhere cheaper with like people from with less money, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. I don't want to insult anyone. <laughs> if you get that. Just carry on. You said um uh there you would wish you rather have been in a cheaper accommodation yeah i'm not sure yeah i wish i'd been in a cheap accommodation for well, one financially second just to like i don't know maybe be with people who do didn't come from like because i remember like one day we like compared like because they were quite curious as to like the size of my house in london because the, the assumption is if you're from london you're quite rich and like when i shut my house is quite normal size i wouldn't say it's mm. a big house. it's not it's not tiny by any yeah. means London, but um but they were quite surprised and I was just like yeah I'm not I'm not made of money like and it just felt like that was like an immediate kind of showing of like how different um I was and I feel like a lot of it as well is being from London just makes you different I think like yeah. I think it's like just better as well like I don't know would I be wrong in saying Northern Banter is just racism I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly I don't know I haven't been that far to 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 comment but yeah um I feel like there is like this stigma when you go up north that people, people from London are like up there on arse, so they think they're better than everyone else, and yeah. then the nor northerners get annoyed at that. Yeah. So they so they instantly don't like you. Um, but I feel like, do you think if you had a different flat that you might have stayed at uni all the way instead Ooh. of uh, dropping uh, out? Honestly. I want to say no I just I don't know I have no idea and I wish I did know but like my dad asked me recently because he's like not impressed that I dropped out like sort mm. of you can just see when he walks into the living room and like I'm just on the sofa crippled he's just looking at me like Ugh. <laughs> I swear your dad looked at you like that always though <laughs> yeah he was having a drink recently and like he sat on the sofa and he, he was like maybe like two-thirds of a bottle way through and he sat down looked me up and down went fuck off <laughs> <laughs> he's so rude but like Anyway, a massive detour, but just, um, I don't think I would have stayed three years at least, um, because I just don't think I was ready for uni, like there was just, or maybe it's the London thing, because I am thinking, I'm working on a UCAS application right now, but I need to find a fucking reference, so I'm not sure who's going to give me a good one. Um, Your dad? He would just be like begging, like, please, please take her, please, I'll give you, he'll like offer a double tuition fee. I think it may be uh, um, I, moved, well, I haven't moved out yet but this weekend I'm moving out into um, further east and I just think it'll be better for me just moving 
like living on my own and then I would love to commute I'd love to commute into uni like um while living where I've grown up and yeah I didn't realize my like love for like <laughs> northeast London till I left and I was like, oh man I missed it like I just missed I missed um the pub that I worked with my workmates um I just missed London so much and I just took it for granted and that was like I didn't expect to feel that. I thought Leeds was going to be lit because I was like, yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah, it's still a city. Yeah, this, yeah, that. But then it was just, it's def- uni's definitely overhyped, I think. Um, really? But yeah, I think so. Do you not? I, I, I'm i I'm in the camp of, uh, and I've said it before, it's uh, uni is, I guess I'd say it's overhyped, but I think there's no point of going to uni unless it's like a necessity for your career choice. Because you, you kind of, if you want to be a doctor or, some, or a surgeon, you have to go to uni. There's no other option. That is, the, <laughs> yeah. that is the only part. There's no apprenticeship that lets you, you know, sometimes do like brain surgery, like on the side. Um, <laughs> but if you just want to like get into business or something, it, you're better off just working straight out of um, out of secondary school. It's yeah. such, it's a much better opportunity. And if there is an apprenticeship, you should take that instead. Mm yeah it's way better because I looked into apprenticeships and I was just like I just don't see myself doing it but then I like asked myself do I see myself doing anything except working at Spoons but um (laughs) but just like I just thought it was so overhyped and I just maybe maybe if I'd left when I was 18 from sixth form with my little A levels my little ABB or whatever um I would have been um more happy because I would have felt all the experiences like properly but because I'd spent like um I moved out of home at 17 into Gillingham. But um so I had all the like, I just did all that with a different set of flatmates. And like the first my first year away from home, I lived with people who were like 22, 23, 24, 25, like yeah. and they properly looked after me like um and they were telling me like, oh, they they were the ones that introduced me to all the drinks that like I now get nowadays. Like I don't do the whole what's the drink that every like student drinks, like fucking hate um strongbow dark fruit disgusting drink <laughs> but they told me from the get-go this is disgusting you need to have double kraken and coke and i love that drink that's fueled some nights out for me <laughs> you you became bougie real quick yes hundred i'm bougie as fuck but um yeah i just had like because i wasn't with loads of 18 year olds so i didn't like which I kind of, it's not a bad thing at all. I just had people like telling me what was up, like quick and what not to do. Mm. Um, like don't go meet strangers from Tinder. Like not that hard, but it, yeah, no. Let's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, so I did all that. And then the second year um, at Kent, I lived with loads of, well, same thing, people that are older than me. So I didn't like them. Um, they didn't like me. We never saw each other. But I just, I was just over it. By the time I moved to Leeds, this is my third student flat. And I was just like, oh, I just can't be bothered to do the whole, like, go into the room, take pictures of everything so they don't mug me with a deposit. Um, I just knew, I just, yeah. And I often missed out on loads of nights out because I'd come back from my shift and they'd be all, like, at pre's and I just wouldn't have the energy to, um, well, sometimes I would join in and, go on the night out straight after work but I'd I'd argue for my mental health that wasn't great yeah probably <laughs> needed to take some time off <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, that was uh, 
I don't know. It was fun, like coming home, like in my fucking like hop house thirteen shirt, and then like just down, like necking pints, and then going out, like. But then sometimes I just think, like, just slow down. I should have slowed down. <laughs> I think I'm one of the very few people that basically never went out in uh, in first year. No, that? that's not a bad thing at all. No, it's just not my thing. Like I didn't, mm. I didn't, I don't really go out like normally in the summer or anything. Uh, I'm, when I say go out, I mean go out clubbing. Yeah. Or and doing the that basic stuff. I try <laughs> just going going out and doing something like actually going outside and or into London and going and doing something in there. Yeah. Getting some nice getting some nice food, having a laugh, playing FIFA with the boys. I think that's so much more fun than. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I'm more of a. I guess I was basic when I was in Leeds because I would, if it was a Saturday and I weren't working, like O2 Academy, you would see me there at Project. Like if you wanted to find me, that's where I was. Like, and it got to the point where people knew that just like I'd get, I'd be really drunk in the club at like two and then they'd message like, are you a Project? And I was like, hell yeah, of course I am. Like, duh. But, um, or even like, um, I remember when I um, left work, they were like, how are you celebrating? Like, um, quitting a job and I was like, I'm going project. <laughs> I'm so basic. But generally now that in London, clubbing in London is so much more expensive. Um I'm mainly at pubs. I just love a pub. Um that's more my thing. And yeah. I didn't do that that much in Leeds, but um I hadn't I just didn't have anyone at Leeds like actually no I did with um towards when I said to my two only friends um oh I'm dropping out they were like please don't and I was like nope I'm dropping out and then I spent like the last two weeks of Leeds just project pub and packing and it was so fun but then obviously I was leaving and that's when I got properly close to the people um I was friends with because we would just go um out drinking and like, I felt bad because I was just like oh, I wish we'd done more of this when I was here because it would have been better to have like that um I don't know close friendship yeah, because I just, and then also, there's also a horrible pressure of, like, I don't know if, you, if it's the same as your uni, but like, tells people this, but they sort of say, oh, you have to get a house by Christmas. You've got to sort out your second year house. So I was panicking because I was like, no one likes me because I'm not white and because, <laughs> and because I'm loud and because I'm this. And I was like, everyone hates me here. How am I going to, what am I going to do next year? And then, so I signed for a house with, um, one of my lovely flatmates, Kirsten, who I still talk to sometimes, I signed for a house, but then obviously I dropped out and I was like, oh shit, I've actually signed a binding contract. So that was a mare finding a girl to replace me. But yeah. then that was another thing that affected it because there was just my whole um, flat, everyone was just finding people to live with. And I remember like, I talk, I talking to like another friend of mine uh, there who like, I didn't hate at all. Um, she was, she felt loads of pressure and um, it quite upset her a lot that, some people just find their groups and there's definitely a, an aesthetic at Leeds like these just these big groups of people that wear like secondhand clothes and they just they just look like people. whereas I like was always in a spoon shirt or like um I just always look tired at- <laughs> <laughs> The thing I got the first in was this presentation and that's where I made my two friends um Kate and Liv yeah. um but I remember 
the reason I didn't I was put in a group with them is because I didn't turn up to my first seminar because I was just exhausted from a like a night shift or like a late shift at work so I didn't turn up so I was lumped into a group with them we had to go first as punishment so I felt bad (laughs) but then I remember like on the on the day of meeting them so I I messaged them I'm so sorry I didn't turn up the first one uh do you want to meet at the library uh 11 on friday they were like yeah yeah of course and they seemed really nice and then i remember waking up at like 11 30 on the day like after like a shift at that nightclub and i was just like oh fuck and just texted them like we, we look we look back and laugh at it but the text was like just verbal diarrhea it was just like okay i'm so sorry I'd, and then i just like i just looked shambolic when i arrived there and they just I think that when they looked at me, they were like, we're not going to get a first with this girl. But then, like, we did. It's like, but we ended up being really good friends. But I was always just looking ill. I was so yeah. ill all the time at Leeds as well, like, constantly getting um, a cold, uh, constantly getting flu. It was bad. Like, I was always ill. Um, and it, I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was fresh as flu, but I just kept getting it. And it didn't stop till I came back to London. Um, I just stopped. I haven't been ill since moving home. Um, and That's I don't. Good thanks it is good yeah like you say you you did group work with them and obviously you mm. you've had a, a good experience because you've met such like close friends but yeah I've had some to- like awful group work and it's probably the thing I despise most at uni is doing group really? work I hate yeah. it I hate it so much because mo- pretty much everyone's unreliable or they just don't do work to like the standard that I want or <laughs> like like I'm in this to get a first and these people are just skating by and I have to pull, yeah, pull their weight and it's it's so frustrating <laughs> yeah I, I hate it that's just luck I think I just got lucky with who I was put with because um I'd say I'm not I'm not like the brightest spark, but neither am I <laughs> yeah I think me and you like I still would I would not want to let someone else down like that because I remember I apologised so profusely to them. I think they thought I was nuts because I was trying to go vegan as well. And then afterwards, <laughs> we went to Subway and I got like like the most meaty sandwich with like a, like double cheese. And so they thought I was completely nuts. But I was like, I promise you, we'll we'll pull this out the bag. And um, I'm one of those weird people. I believe in star signs. So oh. <laughs> the and she's just proper like I remember like I told her this like. When I saw her, I thought, I'm going to hate this bit because she was sitting there like, good posture because my back is always like curved. <laughs> good that posture. might be scoliosis. <laughs> no, I've already got a broken ankle. No more diagnosis. Please. But she was sat there with um, her like little notebook out, all her pens, her highlighters were like aligned. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I was so annoyed. And then like I sat down and I was like, do you have a pen? And she just, but then apparently I said something like, weird and she was like oh I knew I knew I liked you then and so I was like oh thanks but it was like so lucky I met them because if I, if I hadn't met them I don't know what I would have done at least like um but that was my positive and I got first in that presentation that's impressive I mean that just reminds me of how how uh you introduce yourself to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry yeah I mean uh, well we were put in the same mass class and <laughs> this was like the first time that anyone the usually the year split into two halves and it was like in year oh, nine yeah. yeah they mixed like all of the halves um together in all the lessons so you started like meeting 
I started meeting all these people that I've never seen in my life. And I got put next to May. And I just I turned around to talk to someone like who was sitting behind me. And like mid-conversation, you just turn to me and you say, could you please shut up? You have a really annoying voice. Unprovoked. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't say it. I've never met you before. That was the first thing you said to me. And I was like, so in shock. I didn't, I, I was, I didn't know how to respond to that. So I just carried on. And then you just turned around and, you know, and then you got annoyed because we were in every single lesson together. So I, you kept seeing, yeah, we were in art. ICT, maths, geography. <laughs> uh, I think that's it off the top of my head. A lot though, like that was I don't four know, out of eleven. See you in school. Yeah, <laughs> we also had a lot of art detentions. Oh, don't yeah. I hated art. Like art <laughs> ruined um, my like love for sketching or drawing. Like oh, same. It's it's so bad though. Like I would not recommend doing an art GCC or A level to anyone, which is bad because I don't know if you need that to get into like art college, but just yeah, most of the time because it just takes the love out for. Because I just ha- I fucking hated Picasso. Like just <laughs> I thought Cubisma was shit. Like the way she, the way our teacher would say it, like Cubisma, and I was just I don't want to do Cubisma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember when one of the uh, guys in the class w- was like half a set he was the bell rang as he was like in the doorway stepping in to the mm. lesson uh and she was in the doorway as well waiting for everyone and he was like walking past her the bell rang at, at the same time and he was like late and got sent out i just i think teachers have such a hard job but some teachers i'm just like how did how did how were you allowed in school like i don't know yeah. that's that's just a whole waste of for being like i get punishing someone but if they're walking through the door like and it's a one-off yeah. i mean like they, if they've done that like five times like because you can just apply it to work like if someone like a emma pub like you're you should get there five minutes early so you can get your radio on get your apron on what's whatnot but if you get there if it's a one-off and you get there like you shouldn't be punished like that and i know that that was the other frustrating thing about school. Like they try to say we're preparing you for uni. Why do we have to wear business wear then? Because at uni, yeah. you I was in a hoodie all the time. Like I just and I haven't worn a button up shirt since leaving sixth form, and I don't think I fucking will. Like I just <laughs> don't see not, my the uh, the whole school system is is uh, like outdated and ancient. Like even now, it's, they can't even say anything about um, workwear because people are working from home and they're like do business calls with like no underpants on and just a button-up shirt like there's there's no standards yeah and they're trying to teach us this like cookie cutter way of of producing basically factory workers from school um no no creativity no form of expression allowed like my brother got told off because uh he cut his school trousers and cropped them like uh, so you could see like a bit of sock and he used to wear like colorful socks Uh, yeah and (laughs) and he got told off and my mom had to buy new trousers and then the school changed the rules and then you're not allowed to wear any other color socks apart from black like i just don't see the point i like i like you said about cookie cutter way of life like i just i think that's exact same for me because i just did not work with a normal gcc a level uni career because i'm 20 now and i have no no clue what i'm doing but i'm happy at least and just yeah. 
And I feel like so many people, you shouldn't be pushed onto A-level so much. And I felt like um, our sixth form, it, were you pushed that like, you do uni or like choke? Like just, yeah. they were so happy to see me gone. I honestly think, I, I'm not, I loved some of the teachers at our school, but like I almost got, when I left, there was a sense of relief. Like, oh, it's not going to be like another like D student or an E or a U knowing me student like on our results because yeah. That's another. The government just pressures schools like you, like they're just everything's assessed on grades and like um, there's so much pressure, which is why they put the students under pressure. But it's just yeah. the pressure is immense, like, and it just doesn't work for some people. Like, I'm so happy I did an access course, like, even though I dropped out of uni. I still have an access course to fall back on, which is still yeah. some great grades that are accepted at like at least I'd say seventy percent of uni. Some unis don't accept it. Like, you couldn't. I have an access course in humanities, so of course I can't go to medical school. That's yeah. not enough. But um, I still have options and I'm so glad that I did rather than force myself to sit through A-levels because and I don't even know if I'll ever have a job where I have to wear a certain colour sock. Like, it just doesn't sound like a fun workplace environment. No. The best and the biggest companies in the world, like Apple and Google, actively like detest that kind of thought. Exactly. Like, their, their whole premise is, is like open, expressive like individuals. They don't want these like cookie cutter people so it's just this the whole education system in my mind has to be changed from top to bottom in every way because it's it's just wrong every part of it's wrong teachers don't want to teach that way students don't want to learn that way no one's really benefiting out of it um the the whole like the uk's like literacy rate is like so like low so low in comparison to other countries just Mm. It's embarrassing for being. We're embarrassing as a country. Like I just, just so embarrassed about. I don't associate with this country. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's just there should be like the school system should be changed. Well, well, I guess my opinion would be more like probably like a left wing style. Like just after this whole A levels thing, I'll just get rid of private schools. Just get rid of. <laughs> I'm fine with private schools. Like if if. People want to pay for schools, like fine, sure. Yeah, like I, I, I don't have anything wrong with that. But it's because they pay for schooling that the school has more money, where they can employ better teachers and better people, yeah. and, then, and then in the in turn have better grades across the board. Because so, if they had done this U-turn, it basically would have been any like private school kid basically paid for their grades. Like that's then that's why I was kind of like, I do have friends from private schools, like um, who earned their grades 100% like last year but this year I just when you know me I get quite annoyed about stuff quite easily <laughs> um, well, I remember like looking at people I think I was scrolling through Instagram and I know I think it's quite like it's fair enough if you you, you know that purple UCAS track screen and like mm-hmm. I'd say our school year everyone shared that and I, I loved looking I was like oh congratulations like so and so got to Sussex but this year it just was not on to share that on because out of respect for even if you'd got into your choice I just I think a couple of private school kids who from younger years that I just follow on insta I just they were sharing like they're like celebrating and I just I just I just just blocked them I was like no stop like why you know when it's just like it's almost like if someone went oh um you sit coming to a friend like oh I have a problem and then it goes like well I don't and just like start celebrating so it just it's just incentive to me and I just was just like no I did this I don't want to be associate myself with people who like show off in a time where there's people like 
crying because they've missed out on all their options like because mm. of one because that's what one one of my friends the friend I made at Leeds she was same age as me as well and she had to redo one of her A-levels because it I think it was art because it art they just fucked her over in the end with the coursework because they went yeah. oh by the way this doesn't go through then she came out with an E and then Leeds wouldn't accept her because of the one E grade and that's like that's all it takes for a uni like to reject you and she couldn't she didn't want to go to any other ones so it's fair enough but it's just like I'm glad they've done the U-turn but it's a little bit late because like some like places like St Andrews Cambridge they're already filled their places so like yeah I mean the the people that were going to get into that those kind of um, like schools they 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 were set from the beginning like the people who are getting in there are getting in there regardless like that's not really going to change that much it's more of the and this is what my like annoyance with like universities and especially like the league tables that Uh, i hate the league tables so much it's it's such a flawed way of looking at what's a good university and what isn't yeah exactly because i i feel like it's always pushed on and it's such a like that question at leeds it was always a question oh are you uni of or beckett and it's like it's a really like con- it's either a condescending question if it's asked by a uni of student because they're just like they just look down on Beckett students whereas if a Beckett student they just they're sort of asking they're basically asking are you a snobby cunt and it's just like because <laughs> I remember when I worked at, um I worked at Spoons and Leeds a massive one it was huge I, it was mental that pub but like I worked there and a lot of like the students would ask me like oh which one did you go to and it's such a judgment of character and um and it's like I get like a friendly rivalry is fine but it was the whole league tables thing it just annoys me because like at the end of the day you're there to get a degree no like it shouldn't matter and it's just like who because when you I think a lot of people don't realize when you leave uni no one's asking like it's just it is just on your CV and it looks great but like in conversation you don't go like, oh, I did this, I did this. It's almost like, you know, when you go to uni, it's like you don't ask someone's A-level grades because it doesn't fucking matter. You're all in the same place. Yeah. You could be in the same room as someone who, like, like me, who whenever people would ask me, like, oh, what A-levels do you have? And I'd go, like, with chess, like, I have none. And it's just like, they get so confused, like, oh. And you, they almost, like, assume that I'm stupid. And it's like, I'm not stupid. I just didn't, I just can't see in a room and do an exam. I got that a lot of leads, like, oh, what A-level did you do? And it's just, I was just, oh, fuck's sake. Um didn't do them and because no one really knows about access um and then there's all that like stigma with btex being done but btex can still get you to uni like mm. you all end up at the same destination it doesn't matter if you flew like first class or like yeah. you can't, in my opinion like <laughs> I mean, like a metaphor <laughs> yeah i i didn't get into my um like first choice of uh, well no i got into brunel which is my first choice but i didn't get into mm. the course i wanted they offered me a foundation year and I think it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because... 100%. Sorry? 100%. Yeah, like, um, it, it was brilliant. I actually taught myself how to learn properly instead of just, like, <laughs> winging it all the time. And that's what yeah. I did for my A-levels and GCSEs. And mm. I have no one to blame but myself for um, what grades I got. Like, I, I was just lazy. And I mm. didn't, didn't want to learn. I really couldn't be asked. I was working and I wanted like I enjoyed making money more than I did learning and it didn't help mm. that oh, school was just so bad and I, te- I had basically no teachers for any court like lesson I just mm-hmm. come in and it's like okay all my lessons today are cancelled I just have to walk in and sign in it's, it was so 
like degrading and I didn't want to be in school I was like what is the point of this during yeah. the day when I can go on the weekend and I can make like a hundred quid a day it's like what I don't see any benefit so I, I focused on that yeah I still have no money to my name but I still focused on that <laughs> Same. I still have my student overdraft which I don't know what I'm going to do about but I'm just keeping that quiet like I just ignore it when I open my banking app well I, if there is like a date where it stops being a student overdraft and then it becomes a real one um and after that point that date that's when you get uh, charged interest um so, okay so I, I think it might be beneficial finding out what what that is because you know depending on how much you have it could be quite a bit i'm really worried now no just no i just ignore it till it becomes a problem that's right. the way i approach life just ignore like just just repress until it explodes and then um cry and have a pint my, my kind of thing is like solve it as fast as possible like let's get it done now do it do it do it go 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 oh. that's kind of been my approach recently show off it's not a show off it was just i i was lazy and now i've i found motivation and now i, I just want to get I, I that satisfaction of getting things done is just so mm. good especially like i know so many people that were doing assignments on my course and we have like an unreal amount of work um and people were just like leaving it for weeks and i i never understood i was like like you do realize the, each of these like assignments takes like four or five hours a piece to yeah. write up and that's not even just like researching and doing all the little bits in between um, yeah. you're leaving it like four of them until the like the last week i don't get it plus if you do it early you you're done you don't have to think about it anymore yeah to be fair when i was um, at least i still did my work on time actually like i never handed in anything late i don't i do leave it a bit late but i never um like let it because I wish, I wished, um, you know that what's that thing in first year? Like, oh, first year doesn't count. I wish people add on the end, but you still have to pass though. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone just forgot that bit. Like that that bit was silent or something. But because uh, I remember I had a meeting with like um, one of my tutors, and he was just like, and I was like saying how like stressed I was, but and he was just like, he was like, well, I wish people wouldn't say that because I know that first year doesn't count, but you still have to pass. And I remember like sitting in the office. Yeah. Or the or if you want to go on a placement, the only grades you have they have for reference are first year. Oh shit, yeah. So any everything else, like yeah, your A levels, yeah, your GCSEs, mm. but your university work is like the first thing they look at because it's the most recent and the the hardest. So they look at that first. So when you're applying for placements, if you did like you pass but you didn't do that well, yeah, you you that all gets looked at later on so that was kind of my because i did foundation i knew that was coming up and foundation yeah. i really just just had to pass that was it didn't really go do anything else but first year my focus was on doing as well as i could just for placement to give myself a fighting edge because i know everyone else from a better uni is going to have a, like a slightly upper hand just mm. coming from that university so yeah. i had to put in the work to to catch up foundation year sounds good i reckon i should have done should have done one i didn't i didn't apply for any that offered them i think yeah there was a girl on my course that did an access course and then an, mm. a whole access course and then a foundation uh two foundation years and then failed the last foundation year and couldn't get in 
Oh, that's so big. Yeah. I mean, that is just rough. It's how life works, though, sometimes. Yeah. It, it Sometimes it just works out nicely that way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't... I'm definitely not proud that I dropped out. Like, it's not. But you just gotta, like, take things at your own pace. Like, that's another thing. The whole expectation go to uni when you're 18. Like, that's not... That shouldn't be a thing. Because I'll be... If I do go next year, it'll be when I'm 21, and there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, they call you a mature student. I'm still... It's me. It's, I'm not going to be mature, for fuck's sake. But, like... um, Yeah, I'm excited to try again. Because I feel, I'll film already, and I'll know, like, what's going to happen. Because that's another thing. They don't teach you anything about how your student loan works, how you pay them back, how to manage it. Like, how how do you manage just... Because I remember when my student loan dropped, the first thing I did was buy the new iPhone. <laughs> started. Um, I actually think... Oh, that was bad. I, I owed... Um, oh, can I say this? I owed an ex-boyfriend money, and he was being so annoying about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy the new iPhone, like, sod off. And... <laughs> This caused me no end of problems, but no regrets. Love my iPhone. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a little bit like obsessive of like figuring things out and doing things early in that sense. And mm. I'm such a nerd. Like I'm actually like a, a real nerd because I have a I've got like spreadsheets made for like my personal finances and and tracking my grades and all those kind of things. Like, oh, nerd. yeah, but it's but. I'm doing it now where everyone's like, oh, nerd. And then I always get messages in like a couple of years. It's like, oh, yeah, how did you do? How did you do that? Like people catch on that really that's what they should have been doing from the start. No, I agree because I am um, for moving out. I've had to do a budget of like council tax bills, rent and then my income. And I think I think I put it on my story. I, <laughs> I put all the numbers in and it came out like, I was like, what do I have left? I was like, oh, minus 300. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> So I haven't, I haven't quite got the hang of it, but I got the right idea, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy. It doesn't take long, especially to do it like really simply. Yeah. But for someone, you like as soon as someone gets their how much they're getting from student finance, they need to take off their rent and like bills or whatever straight yeah. away. That's the first thing that goes, and then everything else after that is your food and. Yeah, and... it's a weekly budget and stuff. That's why I didn't Kent ask for a weekly budget. Yeah. And, and I know was, so many yeah. people that don't do that. Or people that get the the full student finance, which is 12 grand. You don't need that much, uh, but they end up spending all of it because they don't use that money or or they use that money on just like random stuff because it's like, oh, I have this money, might as well spend it. Whereas yeah. they could put it somewhere to invest it, putting it in a savings account that's like locked for a year with good interest. Like no one thinks of that. Oh shit, I need to do that. There's so much adulting I need to do. Yeah, adulting is uh, it's hard. It is. It's fun, but it's hard. It's just, yeah. that's, what, um, that's what everyone realises at some point. Yeah. I'm realising it. Like, I love independence so much. Like, that's been the worst thing about having um, a fractured ankle. <laughs> like, I just don't know. Um, my dad went away for a week, like a couple of weeks ago, and I had to. I had some friends come over and help cook for me, but there was one night where I had no one, and my brother's at work, so I had to like make myself like scrambled eggs and just stand in the kitchen and eat it because I can't take the plate with me to sit down. So I just, I think independence is great, and that's a great thing that uni does give you is independence. Like, because I feel like 
I don't want to come across someone that slags off uni because I think it's great it's for everyone and I think they should tell more people that but it gives you a great like loads of independence and that's like a really important thing mm. like like personal freedom is is something that you never you don't realize how important it is until you have it like, or until you don't have it like yeah <laughs> well, it's taken off you exactly um so and I think that's where a lot of people get lost in that where they they either come from somewhere that's really strict or they can't do much and then they have like they go from zero to a hundred and they have full freedom to do whatever they like and they don't really know where to start so they start doing everything mm. and a lot of people fuck up in that um and there's not enough openness about what university is like or is it's just like oh yeah uni's sick you go out you drink all night you, you yeah you shag like all the time go to lectures <laughs> you get a degree it's easy like and there's there's not really any real information as to what it actually is like yeah exactly and i found as well i don't know if you i found that um seeing a lot of 18 year olds like a lot of people would try like hard drugs and um right in the foot off the bat and freshers and just really overdo it which is really dangerous like um yeah. And because I'm not against that at all, like whatsoever, but um, I think a lot of the time, if you come from school at 18 and you're quite like, um, you're like, yeah, you're introverted and you've got the highest grades in your sixth form. I have to find they were the kids that in freshers would go the most wild, like absolutely yeah. do it because there's this horrible social pressure that you, that's what being cool is. And because you weren't like that at sixth form, you sort of like um lash out and I just which is like sad and like but it's fair enough but just like being more safe and then like you say it's so like it's shown to you that you have to drink all the time you have to like fuck everything that breathes um you should do drugs like whatever you don't have to do any of that and if you do you should do it safely like and because um, drinking a lot I don't think a lot of people realize drinking loads really like can affect your mental health like because the times you're not drunk and I think a lot of the time you'll have like a really heavy weekend and then like midweek you're like I'm really unhappy and that's like a really hard thing um mm. people because it would just be like some mornings I just like I feel awful um you put on a lot of weight from drinking a lot well I put on a lot of weight at uni yeah. and then you just oh I feel shit and like your skin's all bad and then it's just people don't show you that side of uni yeah they people don't uh like talking openly about how uni like makes them feel and um and I, I was definitely not in that camp because i spent most of my time in the library like a nerd you were thriving you were going gym yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was i went gym pretty much every day uh i went to the library did my work uh and then on free time i just like chill with friends and i think that was just way more fun than going yeah. out and drinking all the time because i don't even like drinking that much anyway mm. but um so I, I but I wasn't gonna be that person, especially on like Freshers Week, to be like, oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna go out, not not gonna drink anything. Yeah. Because I'm just like stopping myself from meeting people. Then it's like, oh, I guess mm. I'm just not gonna meet anyone. But I did, and then once I found people who thought the same as me that yeah. really weren't into drinking and really didn't care for that kind of like typical uni life, we had our own thing going on. It was so much more fun. 
Yeah, because sometimes like pre's are the most fun part of a night out. But then I found that in my accommodation, it wasn't a social. So we didn't really do pre's as much. And it was, I would have loved some like, like flat nights in where you just sit and just get a like, get a takeaway and just watch like Love Island or something. Yeah. I didn't do that enough. Because that's what I'm really looking forward to about moving in with, um, I'm moving in with um, two girls I used to work with and um, one of their mates. Um, and I'm really excited because although we all, fucking love a drink um there will be nights where i know it's like we can just have like a cup of tea and chat some shit like that's what like that's what i'm more about because um i feel like uni is just drink 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 and just do it every single weekend like and and that's the way it looks and i guess if you looked on my social media or anyone else that's what it was yeah but um there were some really unhappy times at uni and um i don't know if that's avoidable but they need to like make it more known like you will it will be like a struggle as well Mm. Um, because it was really sad like i think i wasn't i didn't really tell my dad what's going on until one day um i was at a train station and i just um i was having an awful time i just missed my train um the last one going back to leeds i think i was in nottingham visiting a friend and then i just remember like I just had like an argument with the train. I was like, just, I was like, mate, come on, just let me on, just let me on. And he was like, no, and as if he was like the police or something. And then um, he, I just sat on this bench and just like, I hadn't cried in weeks. And then I just burst into tears <laughs> in the station. And then I rang my dad and I was like, okay, I have no money for a train ticket. Um, and then he was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you crying? And I just said, like, I'm just, I just hate it. I'm having such a hard time. I can't keep up with anything. And I wish I'd done that sooner. And then after that, I did go into uni. I spoke to like um, my tutors and I said, I'm really, really, really struggling. And they were so helpful, actually. One of my um, seminars was at 9 a.m. And I said, I always work the Wednesday shift. I always work and we always finish at four. It's always really bad. It's always really late. Um, And I said, I just can't. And she just went like, all right, I get you. Money's hard just come to my 1 p.m seminar and she just helped me immediately and I wish I'd known that before mm. like I just bottled it all up kept drinking loads and then um all I had to do was go into and she was so funny like we had a um proper laugh and she completely helped me and they are there to help it's just you feel like you can't and yeah people don't realize that this isn't it's uni and, and school are, are so different mm. uh, and uni Every person at uni, their whole job is to make your life uh, like as smooth as possible. Like yeah. there's a, every, pretty much every course has like uh, staff that just work on like student queries and help uh, mm. for anything on your course to make things yeah. easier for you. Uh, what suits you better, whether that's moving things around or there's a whole like support center for if you have any like disabilities or mental health issues and there's this entire infrastructure built around making sure you're doing as well as possible in every way and whereas in school it doesn't feel that way and everyone's trying to get you to do like the best possible whereas in school it feels like there's so many people and it's not personal at all Mm. um every teacher is just there and no one's really passionate about what they're teaching and no one one it seems like no one cares about you in school where whereas at university i've definitely felt like there's so many people there to help no matter what you just send one email and you get put in the right direction no matter what yeah that is true and it's also um i feel like it should be less 
frowned upon maybe to eat to get that you should seek out that help because it's there what you're paying how much like nine two five nine whatever maths you're paying nine k a year um like reap the benefits like because i remember um i texted a friend i was like i'm gonna fail this much i don't know what to do because she'd been to leeds um a couple of years before me and she went you go into the office and tell them i'm gonna fail and they'll help you like it's their job um and as long as it's on record that you went um it'll it will do you like a like a world of benefit like yeah uh, so next time i do go uni i'm gonna know to utilize that like drop it like use the office hours like um mm. and I, I feel like i sound like a uni tutor now like oh please come to me more like that's what i felt like but it was actually quite nice like i just um i wish i'd used that more so at least i've learned i've made my mistakes in first year and how much tuition loans do you lose i don't know that's another thing people don't realize you get um student finance call it a gift year they shouldn't call it a gift year because it's not a gift to get more um, loan to pay back but if for some reason you had to drop out of first year um, you can still return to a three, four year course and you don't suffer because um, usually what they do is they give you less loan each year. But if you say why you dropped out, um, they'll just gift you the other three years. So it won't affect you as much because that's what I was really worried about. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to get maybe like a grand yet less each year I go to uni now. But that's not the case, apparently. And that's because Lee's were really kind to me when I dropped out because I had to meet with the head of the course. Um, and he was so lovely and he was I'm pretty sure I've seen you before and I was like I don't know where you got that from because I don't go to lectures but yeah um and he just he was so nice and so he just listened and he was like, it sounds like you know what you you know you need to go home and work for a bit and then return to uni another day and I was yeah. like 100% and then he was one that told me make sure you tell student finance and you get your extra year if you wish to return but and they wish you the best of luck and it was really nice actually yeah. I had the best experience with everyone all the staff in the last like month I was there <laughs> Hmm. I've had only positive experiences with staff at uni pretty much there's there's a couple of people that were like in every place it's like oh just leave me alone let me talk to someone nice <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> yeah but pretty much everyone especially if you find like that one member of staff that's really good you usually go back to that same person all the time that's what I've done because yeah. once I went I visited one of my um it was my international relations tutor once i visited him um every time i would come into a seminar he'd like just be like nicer to me like because he knew i was just like an anxious weirdo like um and he was really encouraging and i remember when i did my presentation he was in the back like giving me a thumbs up and i was like, oh man i miss that guy <laughs> that reminds me of um this is just a random story but uh, in <laughs> when we started first year there's two halves of my course and uh because uh, there's a lot of people they can't fit everyone in so the one half they i remember coming in and i saw like this guy and he was just sitting there but he was wearing a, a windbreaker um that was like half zipped up but he had like no t-shirt or anything on underneath <laughs> <laughs> and you could see his like whole chest and he was sitting in the lecture hall by himself like really greasy head only wore slides with no socks and i thought i thought he was gonna kill me he sounds delicious you should have sat with him oh, mean, oh. it was it was very uncomfortable and he's never <laughs> he always wears that wet windbreaker with no t-shirt oh, that, that, mm, that would feel uncomfortable in the nipples i'm sorry 
<laughs> maybe he does it because of his chafing nipples or something. Maybe he likes it. I mean, that's his thing. Yeah, but it's very <laughs> I odd. Looking at like everyone, what everyone was wearing in lectures, like because I, I think our course is quite left wing, but like one, it was one politics they were playing like devil's ad, the lecturer playing devil's advocate, and he was like, "So who's here for like?" Who believes that it should be okay to have a personal like firearm? Um, and then it was just like this tiny little cluster of three like obvious like Tories. Like you could just see that they were put their hands straight up in the middle of them. You could like just see like that all the like glaring at them, and I thought it was brilliant. But I never really talked to anyone who sat with in lectures. Like sometimes I would, and we get the awkward like they'd add me on Facebook, and I'd never speak to them again. But it's just like I spent um, most of my time like just looking at other people's laptops because like i remember i sat behind this guy um and he was just on snap and i was just being really nosy and he straight up um he opened this snap and it was just this girl's like nudes like full blown and he got straight up and just left the lecture (laughs) (laughs) and i rate that so much like i was just like oh good for you and i felt so i had nothing to do in the lecture after that because i was because he left i couldn't look at his phone anymore so you know i took some notes I mean, I take notes on my iPad, so most a lot of the time I'll just put Netflix on instead and put an AirPod in and listen to that because I can't be bothered. And I, I'm sure I've, I think I was watching like The Hangover or in lecture, and uh, someone behind me just started laughing at a funny bit. So they were clearly because I had uh, the cl- the the captions on, and, uh, and they they were just joining in. I was like, sure thing. I mean. Go ahead, let's all enjoy this movie. Your uni sounds so much more fun. Well, that just wouldn't happen at Leeds because everyone's so like just on it, like just smart. Like, I don't know, but boring. Like, you can be smart and fun. Yeah, no, Brunel is a it's a I feel like I don't know because I haven't been to any other uni, but Mm. I it's so it feels so Americanized, like, it's not like a UK uni because like the biggest, the most popular like people are the basketball team and the american football team uh there's like a central like quad area that's like just open grass and people just sit there during the day like throwing a ball or passing like uh throwing a frisbee uh, like that and it's one big campus instead of being like loads of sections so it's just this enclosed area where everyone lives so it just feels so american and, uh, the American uni experience actually looks sick. Like, yeah, I know. I hundred percent. I prefer. Like, I love. I like being British. Like, I make fun of Americans all the time. But their uni experiences look so fun. Even though the one thing they do wrong is like, you know, you know, you see TikToks of like American drinking parties. It's just like we're gonna get so drunk, and they've got like one bottle of vodka, and then they put like yeah. eight squash. And I'm just like, what are you doing? But other than that, it looks so like because that's definitely like. I love the films 21 and 22 Jump Street. I thought they looked so mm. funny. Like, that's the uni experience. Like, like I want to do spring break, but little U- UK unis, there's no way. But, um, but yeah, like, Bruno sounds good, actually. Like, because didn't, don't they have, like, I swear the most fun-looking unis have, like, viral videos. And I'm pretty sure it's Brunel was, like, in one lecture, everyone's just, like, dancing and, like, whining on each other. Like, I don't know. If yeah. Yeah. There's the like the Afro Caribbean society are always on um like doing something. They they shut down the car park because they were all just dancing in unison, like a couple hundred people. That's or it. Brunel had invited Katie Hopkins to a, like a seminar, and then oh. everyone left. 
like as soon as she came in uh someone got like arrested in the middle of a, the library on like a saturday <laughs> see this is why it sounds better because like the league table bullshit like people would like look down on you for like having going to like a lower t- but like if you'd had that experience like why fucking not like just it sounds way more fun than being from a place where like a lot of private school people have come from or just like uh, I, I don't know i just london's just better like mm. i think i don't know i think uh, i don't know who i'm gonna apply for but it's, they've got to be like easy to get to from east london but i don't care about tables anymore that's what i'm doing like this year round not caring about the tables not caring about like what people think because like at the end of the day when, once you're out of uni no one cares like yeah i just literally couldn't give a flying fuck about where you went like um because there's so much more to people than their education and their school like i've met some great people just from work like you just meet i feel like uni gives you sometimes sometimes gives you like a small a, like you your mind's kind of closed because that's what i kind of that's another thing about leeds i felt i thought i'd be meeting loads of open-minded people it was not the case like um there was people would kind of tread on eggshells around me I think but I remember like someone told me like oh you missed this game yesterday and I was oh yeah what was that and apparently they'd gone through they'd got on tinder and then like just like broadcast it and swiped through like loads of girls but they'd go they'd go like oh too black too black to this to that and I like when they told me that my face was just straight and they were like do you not find it funny and I was like no obviously not but then it just I was just astounded that like I just thought like I swear uni is supposed to be for like oh my god I'm so open-minded and like oh my god this oh my god that but it wasn't that was straight up racism and I was just like why would I find that funny and they were like oh you're so you're so this you're such a London person and I was just like oh why has it always got to go back to me being from London (laughs) yeah I'm pretty sure if you went to any flat in Brunel that would that couldn't run there was so many I've met so many different people at Brunel like all kinds of different like uh interesting people mm. from really weirdos to really smart people that i'm like so impressed with <laughs> yeah but it's so mixed it's it's very there's no there's no one that i know that came from a private school um mm. and there's it's definitely i would definitely say it's not a majority white university either it's it's pretty mixed yeah that's good because I think Leeds is, I looked at recently, Leeds is like less than 10% BME, I think. Oh, definitely not yeah. for now. Definitely yeah. not. What was that other London uni where they photographed a picture of like a cow in someone's room? Was that? It's probably Coventry. <laughs> I would love to go to Coventry, you know. Like, I know it's a shambles, but it just looks so fun. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great place to end it there. End of what? I think this is a great place to end the episode. Okay. Going for like an hour and a bit. Fair enough. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's been nice talking to you. Nice (laughs) having you on. Hopefully, you can come back when your leg isn't, you know, amputated. Yeah, I can give you a rundown of um, my bougie East London lap. Exactly. It's not a shit. Something don't work. (laughs) All right. Make sure you go follow uh, follow me on Instagram at the student course. Follow May as well if you like. Uh, and uh, I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.